Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. To me, I struggle with the idea of living your full self sometimes because it's like, well, but what is this end point? Like, what, what is this like full version of me? What am I at this point? I'm a non-binary, heave, unhappy cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Listener, this is, I think, just the heart. This episode captures the heart of the podcast. Um, It, I laughed and I cried during and listening back. James Tyson is an incredible guest. They talk about their partner's transition, going to couples therapy, scheduling sex. Um, It's really remarkable, and Kate has such an incredible emotional moment on the podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. Um, I did some more math. I finally got an estimate of what ads cover of the podcast, and it's not even half of our costs. So I know you're hearing those ads but patreon.com slash WHGS, you can donate as little as $1. And this is this is funded by you. This is your podcast. If you want it to keep going, um, please go and donate. We're going to be adding bo- full bonus episodes with guests every week on the uh, Patreon. So stay tuned for that. Um, and I'm going on tour. We added a third Boston show because it sold out. And a couple tickets left in San Francisco for those four shows. AshleyGavin.com. Um, yeah, I would just so appreciate your donation. I know many of you can probably afford a dollar a month, so go. It really, really helps if everyone did it. Uh, we would never run an ad, and it would be totally free for you. Um, yeah, so go and, uh, and if you can't donate, I totally understand, and following us really helps. Rate and review, subs- make, help, have a friend, subscribe. Um, thanks. Connecticut is the worst place. I'm going to tell you we're going now. Oh, we're going. <laughs> Sorry, I great, sit great, down great. and... Oh, I don't love it. I feel, and I don't know if this is how you feel, and I know it's a gay show, but I feel there's this one room in Connecticut, it is the only room in America, that I just can't have a good set. The wasps. Oh, I've told you about this. Yeah. They just don't fucking laugh. The wasps are the type of people. Not yes, the, not the bug. I was like, they have a comedy soon, club called the wasps? Oh, I was thinking like as soon as I get to Connecticut, all the wasps swarm me. I, mean, and I just have a horrible time. I This was such a gay show I was on that it was just like all the hunt. Like it was, you could just go on to the stage and be like, I'm gay. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> 
I, I think I shut James down a little too early and came in a little too no, hot. No, no. I, mean, I, I sat down and I was like, listen, this is the podcast now. Let's talk about insects. This is- you specifically told them that it was the three of us talking and then you were like, shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm more trying to think through like the, first of all, did I offend any lesbians in what I said? And no, no. I don't think I oh, did. Oh, right? that's no. why Kate is no. here. Kate will keep you from getting canceled. That's they true. are the oh, cancel coach God. on this. Good. Yes. I'm going to purposefully try and offend everybody. Oh, good. Okay, great. It's part of my character. And I'll just straddle it. <laughs> right. Oh, the line. The line. I thought you meant me, and I was like, all right. Either way, you know. <laughs> I was like, why? What position? We could figure that out, I think. I've done other rooms in Connecticut that, that go totally fine, are great. It's just this one room and it's annoying that it's just this one room because it's my only connection to someone at the cellar who could recommend me. (laughs) And so he just, I just get up there and he just watches me really flounder for 15 minutes. Like this is going to be on like the second season of Hacks kind of stuff. Could be, could be. I've never watched Hacks, but it feels like something. Ashley, you got to watch it. I don't, we're all supposed to love it. So that's what I stuck to (laughs) on the internet. But um, I I didn't, oh God, this is another subject I don't feel like I can be honest about. We're all supposed to like Hacks. Um, Um, You don't like it? I'll say just then, not for anything, just to say it, that they built up to this whole thing that Jean Smart was going to, like, finally do her Hannah Gatsby Nanette, right? It was, and the whole, the way they've written it is, like, she's a Joan Rivers type who's going to go into this new type of comedy, and they lead up, and it's like, we're going to see her show, and then you don't see any of the show. You know why? Because that's... Because then they would have had to write it. They would have had to write it, and it would have had to be not just really good. Well, so spoiler spoiler alert is... She bombs. Oh. And she loves remembering bombing. But then show me the bomb. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my show heart. me the bomb. I actually of... did just get a little yeah. bit remembering bombing. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. But yeah, you do. I did kind of wish we got to see her like suffer through it. Oh, it's easy to write a bomb. <laughs> And especially this type of bomb. Wait, they didn't even have to write it well. They just had to just write a bomb. Write a bomb. (laughs) So, and they don't show you any. They show you the first line, and then they cut away to like a fifteen-minute storyline about Hannah Einbender's parents dying together. No, one of of them them dies. But it's just this is called hacks. What, her parents hacks? No. Are we how did, on how this? did they die? Well, her dad like, was hacking up a lung. So. <laughs> I was going to say hack like coyote running off the cliff. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's been done. It's been done. What is it? Like, TNT? Runs for a couple seconds in the air and then falls straight down. I've seen it. With a little mushroom cloud. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let's banter about something else. Okay, great. Today, I am seeing... My ex-girlfriend today. Which one? For dinner. <laughs> oh, that, right, yeah. I guess that's the right question. I'm so nervous. Why don't you guess and I'll bleep the names? Uh, I, ho- I hope it's Jen. It's Jen. Okay, cool. So. Is that a big one? Yeah, very big. Dated through the pandemic. Broke up purely because of like logistical age stuff. Love her. She's younger She's than 14. me. Very She's 14. <laughs> the cops, the cops got involved. Got it, yeah. They I said I'm not that. allowed to see her, but now that it's back in court, all the right, paperwork right, right. doesn't. So I have this window of opportunity. So um, yeah, yeah. Different stages of life. Yeah, adolescence, puberty. Oh my god. And um, egg freezing time, which is right, where right. I put myself. <laughs> Uh, almost geriatric pregnancy is what that, that's what they call it after 35, which is crazy. Uh, but I'm seeing her 
Very amicable split. Haven't seen her since mid-May. She texted me. She asked to see me. I wouldn't have. You're yelling at me. I'm okay. I believe you. <laughs> oh, you don't know You me. did come in hard on that. I, I'm just, that's for the listener. I know it's sure, for the sure. listener. Because they're, they're worried. Got it. They're they are worried. worried. Got it. They are. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I am in love with her. Oh, now I'm worried. Okay. Now I don't, now I don't believe you. Yeah. I uh, almost said no, which is really crazy because like I never thought that I would say no yeah. to seeing her. But um, we're good friends. We stopped talking for a little bit to like give it some space. But we're going to see how it goes. How long were you together? Year and a half. It's a long time. It's not my longest, but it was the healthiest, best relationship I was ever in. Extremely loving. In gay New York years, that's like a four-year healthy relationship. Oh, in lesbian terms, it's like a week and a half. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm just, uh, any advice? Don't have sex. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. I I don't like this pretty sure business. (laughs) I don't think she would. I don't think she would, and she's very... I would cave, absolutely. (laughs) But my intention intention is not to cave, and I think she's going to be good. Where are you going? What are you doing? So I have shows, so we're grabbing early dinner, and I have to find a Mediterranean place that is nearby, and I Googled it, and the closest Mediterranean place, because that's her favorite food, is uh, the place that we had our last date. Oh. So I have to find a different Mediterranean place. Smart. Or I'm just going to text her if it's morbid to go there. But it also wasn't like a big deal. Like, we were having fun. It wasn't a big deal. It's not like where you broke up. No, no. We're sitting in where we broke up, so... (laughs) You can think oh. about that. Just crying. <laughs> this is not good banter. Just put, like a, <laughs> put a UV light in this room and everything is just white with tears. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, don't worry. Some Only of the- some of it's come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of it, saline solution from my eyes. <laughs> um, so there's no real space for you to fuck anyway. You're going you're gonna to have yes, this dinner and you're going to go to shows. Unless she comes to the shows. But even if she comes to the shows, I'm hosting. So I have to be there all night. So it's a long period of time. A lot of decision making. Why did she text you? What did she say? What did she want? She was like, she moved here. Okay. So she was like, she moved here. It was like, I think her first or second day here. So I feel very, I feel good. Okay. And I talked to my therapist about it. Your new therapist. My new therapist. How's that going? Very well. Nice. I love Leslie. She's great. Leslie. What? Like Les? Yeah. And I, for the listener, I just avoided eye contact and moved on to the next bit. But yeah, so that's what I have going on. You ever, you ever make friends with an ex? No, it doesn't happen that way yeah. for me. Uh, most of my ex, so I was single for like seven years before my current relationship. And I'm like two and a half years into that one. Oh. So all of my old exes are from when I was a binge drinker and the, nothing ended in like right. an it was bridges burned yep i fucking hate you totally here's the list of everything that's wrong with your personality and why <laughs> i never want to talk to you again also step eight i'm sorry about um, i did one. get there eventually with some of them <laughs> i'm sorry um but i never said it to them oh right. like oh, in I therapy yes, like yes, i yes, shouldn't yes, have yes. done that but right. i never yeah, yeah, told yeah. them well it might not be a good idea to con- in some cases it might not be a good idea to contact them for sobriety reasons yeah, there was one. There was one I got a dinner with 
we did the like what you're trying to do or was like how are you so forth but we didn't build it wasn't a step to build a relationship mm-hmm. it was just like a it was almost like the friends reunion <laughs> on, we were just like we're not doing any more episodes just to see how we are and how things went oh i didn't know that okay <laughs> that's how that went um yeah, I just uh, I think the thing about with Jen is that we left on a note where we were both like, I can see a future with you. But she was oh. like, but right now I want to do some independent time. So really, I'm just on the edge of my seat until whenever that ends. But I know it's not right now. Right. It's okay. certainly then not you're enough fine. time. Then you're fine. Any thoughts? Um, Don't bang. I will not bang. Can I give her a long hug? No. No long hug. I say no. That's no. the one thing that I can have. I know, but see, but this is what you're trying to... Look, I mean, look, just be honest <laughs> with yourself about what you want. I want to marry her. Okay, right. So see, that's maybe not the healthiest thing to want. Because what if cause she... I want her to be my wife. Oh, God. And she is my soulmate. Oh, that's you're her. going into this with a wide open heart, and I don't like it. Oh, here's Ashley's the thing. going to be sitting down at the table. Her eyes are like, Aruga, and her heart is like thump, 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 thump out of her shirt. And she's going to be like, what if this is an episode of Hacks, get out of here. Where's Hannah Einbinder? <laughs> um, yeah, I. Here's the thing. I'm a little simp bitch. The listeners know this. I, I didn't. I didn't know that. Do you have merch that says "Little Simp Bitch"? Honestly, we should we should make some. But There's I have such a soft, squishy, there. soft little squishy I heart. I fully. I'm not. I cunt is my character. <laughs> right, right. I'm right. actually a little simp bitch. I love that for you and about you. <laughs> I honestly, because we're like comedy acquaintances, right? We've seen each other I around. You a bud. A bud. Yeah, that's the better word for it. Okay. It's like high school where like maybe we don't sit at the same lunch table, but when we see each other in the halls or if we have a class together, it's like, yeah, okay. Hey, how's it going? I always really liked you and thought you were I really like work. you too. This is positive. This I'm is saying. A, this is but, an appropriate okay. metaphor. But, but like, but... <laughs> You're like, you need to calm down. Yeah, you're in a sad headspace and you're taking this the wrong way. No, no, no. taking is... this into a different thing. You're, you're building a narrative. Go tell Leslie. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, we, I didn't know, I didn't know that about you. I didn't know that you were a, I definitely would have assumed, based on the exterior, that you break hearts. <laughs> Shall we get into introductions? I feel like we've had enough weird banter up top. This was solid banter. Solid. You know, this is post-pandemic, this is as good as my banter gets. It's definitely not you. It's definitely me. No, no it's no, me. No. I'm in a weird headspace. Listener, just so the listener knows, we've been talking for 22 minutes. I'm wondering how many. I'm going to say seven minutes of the banter makes it into. Yeah. A solid seven. A, third. a solid seven, a which third. is how I identify. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right, cool. We are in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with a New York Times written up stand up comedian. I love they, right? He or they. He or they. Yeah. Okay. As I, long as you get the New York Times right. <laughs> all that matters to me at this point. The New York Post wrote her up. <laughs> uh, a great comedian. I've always loved Thanks. watching your stuff. Um, you're so open and vulnerable, and but also kind of mean. A little bit. Yeah. Um, you know I love that. Yeah. Uh, today we're having gay sex with James Tyson. Hello. Woo. Oh, cool. Okay, good. Am, do I go now? No, no, no. I, we're going to do intros now. Great. Usually I do what I did up, up at the top. I'm, whoa, I am, I am like. Deep breath. 
Yeah, I'm definitely nervous to do see an her. actual deep breath. That's the gayest thing we've done on this podcast. <laughs> Listen, I don't know anything about astrology, but I know how to take a good deep breath. Anyway, I am Ashley Gavin. I'm a cis gay white woman. She, her pronouns. My September show dates are online now. August sold out. The entire month of August sold out in like a week and a half. So please go get your tickets. And I'm going to be going on an East Coast tour soon. So bringing Kate with me for some of that, at least. And we never really said this, but Kate, you're on the show permanently now. And this is a really informal way to tell the listeners. That. Hi, everybody. Thank you for being so welcoming and fun. And I'm just having a blast. Yay. Yay. Anyway, as always, cancel coach fat in the chat keeps me from getting canceled when they when they make it into the end zone. They don't know what to do with that ball. Do they throw it away or stuff it down their pants and keep it in there? <laughs> Kate Sis. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It is I, Kate Sis, the fat in the chat cancel coach. Um, I'm a, I'm a white bisexual lesbian dyke. Gender of the week. Okay, this was insane. This was insane. We had people send in my gender. One person goes, "Is this? You got to tell me if this is a pre-existing thing." Three raccoons in a trench coat. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this before? Does this mean anything specific? I think people are zeroing in on a youthful silliness that you okay. have. Well, because then another person said three raccoons in a trench coat. Listener, oh. if this is a Gen Z thing, can you just tell us? And then another person said three possums in a trench coat. Interesting. So what's going? Is this a is this a Gen Z thing? I or think it has to be. What is? Or you <laughs> just have a real marsupial thing about you? <laughs> I eat trash and I'm awake at night. <laughs> I mean, it does fit. Honestly, that, I mean, is that not more fat? What That is fat in the chat. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, you know, a trench coat really does uh, hide boobs well, so. <laughs> it hides penises well, too. We know that. <laughs> or it lets well, them hang out there. The, right, yeah, exactly. The that's... middle raccoon does have his dick out of the trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you mind introducing yourself, kind of oh, copying the format? Yeah, sure. Wait, so I'm a, uh, what am I at this point? I'm a non-binary, heathay, unhappy cunt. <laughs> <laughs> the brand has changed. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, and I'm, was that it? That's it, right? Yeah, that was fine. me. Yeah. All, All right. right, well, the gay sex that I thought, oh, this will be cute and fun, is a sort of sad Store, uh, by the, <laughs> I am have I did have gay sex this week. I've been having a lot of gay sex. Nice. Shout out Main Main. Um, oh my god, I hate when she does. That. What does that mean? What is? I'm sleeping around. Uh -huh. Although I've really actually slowed down the past two okay. weeks or so, which is fine. She's very clear. Oh, yeah, I and love no clear judgment. and communicative with everybody. And What's it's the word you? Main Main that I don't. What's wrong like. with Main Main? Because it implies side or there are sides. Yeah, but <laughs> they know who they are. Yeah, but they're all people. <laughs> They are people, and it makes them no less, and I hope they find their maimains. I support this, actually. Honestly, if you read They're The Ethical Slut, it, uh, yeah. they, it's got all sorts of terms for the side That's people, true. right? It's better than tertiary. <laughs> Right. Tertiary, yeah, like a river. But, yes, but this yes. is different. But this is different than like you're poly and you're setting up your relationships. This is just you're out 
swinging dong. It's it's the A plot. I have A plot. <laughs> I and like then that I have better. B plots going on, but the B plots are very like they want to be B plots. Okay, like the cult girl. I dated this girl. Escaped this cult. <laughs> cult girl was very clear. She's looking for a wife. Okay, so I am literally just a booty call to this girl. I Does wish- she booty call you? During yeah. her wife search? Dur- yeah. Wow. That's I am, fun. I am there to okay. make her come. That is my job. I am her B-plot. Okay. She is my B-plot. All right. Okay. I wish that Hacks had such a clear understanding <laughs> of what a B-plot is supposed to be. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now you uh, can't cut was- any of the Hacks stuff. That was so fucking good. That was so good. <laughs> So I could tell a raunchy sex story. Okay, so I'll give you some options. There's the Lion King one. There is my first ever crush that I knew was a gay crush. I was eight years old, eight or nine. And then there's what is my main main's roommate doing? I feel like you want to know about the roommate. Well, the, what, what just phrased doing? as a question, what is main main's roommate doing? Like, yeah, it's, it's like, quick well, what is she doing? It Lesbian is comedian asks, what is your roommate doing? <laughs> Lesbian comedian has sex next to roommates. <laughs> What is he doing? I don't I'm know. I'm skipping directly over the like five page article about you realizing your sexuality as, <laughs> as a child <laughs> and clicking straight for the weird fucking New York apartment shit that somebody I don't even know and will never meet is doing. And it's going to be five sentences written by a media robot. <laughs> it's going to be a fucking slideshow that I'm going to have to click through and X out of and an ad. And it's a ad. bad slideshow. You know bad. those ones where they reload in a new yes. page? Each You're page just like, is a new page. Slide, just slide. <laughs> what does she look like now? <laughs> Wait, okay, yeah. What was the roommate doing? All right, cool. So main main usually shout out main main. Main main Okay, so this is this is one trick that doctors don't want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> oh, that was great. Usually this girl, she's great. She's super attractive. She's a lovely person. Kate has now met her twice. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, this is another thing to consider. We've been talking about it, but how often do you see a main main before it turns into something more than a main main? I think it's just a conversation. Yeah, we have it all the time. We check in. So then there's no like once limit, a week. I don't think. Yeah, I see her a lot. Yeah, as long as both of you are like, we're good? Yeah. We're good. Yeah. We You're do, good. And I probably do it too much, if anything. I do it all the time. But usually she comes here because she has roommates. But it feels really unfair because she lives up in Hamilton Heights. Are we about right. to dox her? <laughs> I, <laughs> Give yeah, her address. I really was. But she lives near this place called the Hand Pulled Noodle. And if you know the area, the Hand Pulled Noodle is fucking fire. I had it once on set because we were filming up there and Wait, we just randomly got you the hand pulled your noodle on set. <laughs> I was fired and that's why I never get any work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really louied it up there. Oh, um, so you'll be in Madison Square Garden in like a week. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's really great. And she was like, you should come uptown. We'll get hand pulled noodle. And I was I was like, all right, it's very far uptown. We live on op- literally opposite ends of the island. I love that this restaurant was more like of a sell to you than just like sex. No, the, also like I knew that I needed to go up there to show her that I would. Okay. And to be that fair. there's an equity. It, yeah. Yes, but the noodles definitely pushed me <laughs> into the noodles are great. So I've been up there twice now and 
it's like the apartment has three small rooms kind of lined up in a hallway and her room is in the middle. Where's the living room? The living room is actually the fourth room at the end, but it doesn't have a door. Just like the hallway kind of goes. Into Wait, is the- this isn't a railroad, though. You don't have to go through the. OK, oh, yeah. OK. It's as railroady as you can get without being a railroad. Right. Like, right. I know. Right. I know like, exactly like, what you mean. It's just like four. It's like a cartoon where they're going in and out of the doors. Yeah. But all the doors are on one side. There's a lot of cartoon Looney Tune references. It really is on this. Um, but the doors are all on one side, and she's in the middle room, and her guy roommate is in the room to the left, and their beds occupy the same wall. Oh. And because the way this building is structured, this is a thin wall. This is not an original wall. You know what I mean? This wall yeah. went up as a flex at some point, and then yeah. maybe became a slightly more real wall. Uh-huh. And, you know what I mean? It's not load bearing. It's not a load bearing wall. Okay. Or soundproof. Except for the loads. Or soundproof. <laughs> except for the loads that you're shooting on or may get on it. Except for those loads. <laughs> so I've had sex over there a couple times. The sex is so good. It's just really, really good. And because it's like sexy because she has to be quiet. So there's a lot of like hand on the mouth stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. it's, it's just really hot. But now two times we've heard a woman's voice in the room next door and this dude he sucks (laughs) he's got like kind of long stringy hair he has a lazy boy in the living room that he like refuses to get rid of how old is he he's probably like 20 around her age 28 okay i went over there and he said to me he was like oh i've i've heard so much about you and i very jokingly said back i haven't heard a word about you you know just like very silly right charming banter yeah and Charming, he, mean banter. Yeah, yeah. Which is what I specialize right. in. If you had been there, I, th- it was it all. It sounds, no, sure. Yeah, 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 very, yeah. I'm just teasing. It sounds very normal. Yeah. And uh, he just looked at me. <gasps> so now we've been in the room. There has been thumping. We think the thumping lasts approximately 10 to 13 minutes. That seems like a long time. Really? For straights? For jerking off? The girl it, is in the, there. The, the, oh, the, oh, it's the, a real the, woman. Girl. It's not like a TV I you say it was just a voice. You, you heard Lazy Boy, and you were like, "He's watching. Like, he's watching clearly porn. He has yeah. a TV attached to a model out of clay yeah, that he has built yeah. himself. That all dress. I mean, the question was, what is the roommate doing? Right. So well, I'm trying right. to think. Here's, yeah. here's what's happening. It's the same girl. She's been over two or three times now. It only lasts twelve minutes, and then she leaves. Why is she going back? Is it possible that he's getting her off before those 12 minutes starts in total yeah. silence? Yeah, you guys are doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he is hanging out with his friends right now being like, what is my roommate doing? She goes in there with this bitch. <laughs> and they're not doing anything. It's silent. <laughs> I, yeah, and I won't sleep there because the bed... The bed, it's not a Helix mattress. The He's like, why does she sucks. keep coming back? <laughs> they just eat hand-pulled noodle in silence, and then she leaves. <laughs> but not before she's a dick to me. <laughs> For some reason, I just can't imagine this guy getting this girl who I've never seen off. Well, this is something I've never heard of before, which is cis women hooking up with shitty cis dudes. Yes, that's brand new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Post-pandemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the new pandemic. Uh-huh. Wait, you're being, you're being sarcastic, Facetious. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is how little I know about men in like straight culture. I'm like, <laughs> I like truly can't even. 
Honestly, how did I stay out of it for so fucking long? Like, I am a member of this society. I don't know. I don't know. She's like, it's like you've you've detected the same red flag she has, but it's not like the three strikes. You know, she's like, fuck yeah, he has a lazy boy. Yeah, he's like not charming and doesn't get small talk, but you know, he has a big dick. So I'm gonna keep or going back. There's when I, no way this dude. There's just no way. You actually. never know. You never know. I mean, you never know. I will. I will say this as maybe the only person in the room right now who enjoys. <laughs> A dick, right? Connoisseur. Kate would love to have one. Oh, right. Well, sure. Yes. But not in your mouth, right? Mouth is actually the only place I've had it. But do you want more? Not anymore. Or is it no, like I'm I tried re- sushi? I'm retired. No, no, it wasn't quite like sushi. Noodle. It was like. <laughs> You've had enough hand pulled noodle. <laughs> I do. I've it's it's like okay, when I was um when I was in high school and stuff, traveled a lot for soccer, I'd always get a Subway sandwich and it did the trick. And then one time I just had so many Subway sandwiches that I literally have not gone to Subway since and even the smell of it makes me upset. For sure. And that is how I feel about sucking dick. Yeah. It's yeah. like I was doing a it a lot. And it and it and it worked. I love how you have your fucking foot up on, <laughs> yeah, my, very... on my couch and my throw <laughs> shoe on. They're brand new shoes. Crotch out to I the am. world. I just had enough of sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone thinking that I'm gonna suck dick again. I'm done. I'm done. I am the head of the house. No more dick sucking in here. You don't even remind me of like a creepy just... uncle. You're like. It's more like all of my dad's friends who felt so comfortable in my parents' house for some reason. That's the vibe. Dad's friends. <laughs> that is that is uh, bad but accurate. So, listener, write in. If you think that he's going down on her first or they can't be fingering. Do men know how to finger? Yeah, so I will continue but to go. Oh, sorry. I will say, as someone who enjoys gobbling down on a dick. Oh yes. Even yes. I have a bit of a fetish for like schlubby, like losers. Like there, and there's been times where there I've had regular fuck buddies that were based purely on location and like <laughs> dick size. And we like, are up. We are up in Hammy Heights. Did they ask me any questions? No. Good. Great. Let's. I can reschedule this again. Like. <laughs> I want to meet the girl because if I see the girl, okay. Because so you time, haven't seen her, no, so you just, really have only heard noise. I've only heard noise. I mean, it's possible that this dude could just be fucking his bed watching Hacks, but <laughs> it's Hannah Einbinder. <laughs> <laughs> or she's. I mean, she might be a dump truck too. You know, like just she might be the female equivalent. You oh, know, yeah. maybe yeah. she has. Maybe she has a lazy boy. It's possible. So I'm gonna keep an eye out. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out. I'm gonna keep having to go uptown, have hand pulled noodle, and but it's interesting with this girl because like now I've met like her roommate who is her best friend, and I would watch The Bachelorette with the roommate eating hand pulled noodle. You know, I'm yeah. up there. I'm in. I'm in the. I'm in the friend group now. Does that yeah. roommate have a read on the other roommate? Oh yeah, actually, that roommate said to the male <laughs> roommate. Oh no! This is what a fucking top I am, alpha all the time. This roommate goes. Ashley's coming up here to watch The Bachelorette. And like the other guy, give this guy a name. Stringy hair. Chuck. Chuck. Oh, nice. That is remarkably close. Chuck. <laughs> so, you know, she's saying this to Chuck. And uh, he's like, okay. And, and she goes, you have a big personality. Ashley is a big personality. Like, don't be weird. Like, don't fuck it up. Don't be weird. 
and he just stayed in his room the whole time while we were watching the Bachelorette. Oh, wow. Now, I don't know if this guy has a big personality as much as he is annoying. I actually don't like it when people say that I have a big personality, even though I know I have a big personality, because I think that's actually code also for someone who's annoying. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think I'm annoying and don't have a big personality. I'm also annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily mean that. You're not annoying. Yeah, Bold, right? I think that's what big personality means. Yeah. Says what's on their mind. Yes, yes. Hard on their sleeve. Not everybody does that. Well, that's that's my Are guess. you scanning that for uh, uh, insult? It's not meant to. <laughs> no, not at all. No, no, no. I'm just, um, I'm thinking my sex story was weak this week. No, it wasn't. It's a mystery. It is a mystery. She might also be a sex worker. <laughs> We are just throwing the lady. I mean, the 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 lady whose voice that oh. we cannot hear or see. Or I thought you meant it. Chuck. Like, Chuck. I mean, maybe that too. We don't know. Chuck. He's Chuck. got such a big personality. Sex workers don't own lazy boys. Period. <laughs> <laughs> no way. They they have too much. They Chuck, are a Chuck, class who, as far as we know, doesn't wash his hair and has no charm. <laughs> <laughs> There's an OnlyFans for that. Up, I guess so. <laughs> I guess I won't, I won't, um, what is the different saying we had? Because we hate yuck yum. What is the different? What? Oh, don't yuck your yum. Yeah, but don't. we hate that saying. I, you hate that saying. Oh, I guess I that's a me thing. I actually hate the <laughs> saying I thought we too, came up an al- with an alternative to it. I don't think we did. Oh. Well, who others, what other podcast are you co-hosting? No. I feel cheated on. It honestly might have been me and my partner talking about this, which is, a, it's don't a, yuck it's a worse a confusion. Don't, don't yuck a Don't yum. put down. I'm just trying to, this is not what I'm actually suggesting. Don't put down a thing that someone likes. Don't, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't shit on. Here's, here's something. <sighs> Treat others how you want to be treated and we can call that the golden rule. And that's something that I just came up with. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's my fucking weird uh, gay sex from this week. Now the listeners know how to shed 15 pounds in only two days. What? Fuck bombed. I bombed. <laughs> oh god. Wait, I don't care. This just another si- clickbait spiral I just saw you go through it Fuck me. You were at the height. Fuck so, me. You felt so you good about that punchline. Shit. And it, it wasn't just, fuck. It was, <laughs> fuck. James is here. You just said I was permanent co-host. This is so fucking embarrassing. No, Kate, Kate. I just didn't understand. We were back on BuzzFeed. You should have made a stronger choice. I should have. Now I the listeners think of anything. know which, what are the name of those twins? Fuck. Vinklevoss. <laughs> now the listeners know which Vinklevoss twin is gay. <laughs> I don't know. Mine was worse, actually. But it was more clear that it was clickbait. Yeah, fair. I was trying to think about ham pulled noodle and how much I shared that I ate because I did <laughs> eat the full, the full big Chinese food container. Is that how you lost 15 pounds in two days? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saving me, James. Oh my God. Thank God you're here. James, <laughs> James, did you have gay sex? I did have, I had some pretty queer sex. <laughs> Ashley's got to do a clean. Oh, sorry, <laughs> she must have a couple times in a row that there. From the top. <laughs> Listener, spring has sprung, love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex, take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. 
And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. James, did you have gay sex this week? I did. I did have gay sex this week. I'm in a relationship, and it is an open relationship. However... We're two cool. and a half years in, and we have figured out that we have to schedule sex. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if we don't... We are a comedian, too. Yes. Although, I mean, gigs have been light for me in the past couple... I've been trying to get past a half-nervous breakdown that I had about six months ago. Um, you want to talk about trauma it? therapy and stuff. I mean, aren't we all? I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm actually feeling pretty good these days. That's great, Ashley Gavin. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm like nervous about no, uh, never ju- finding love again. I I feel like I for me I just wasn't. Um, you'll get there. No, wait, what? I can't just let maybe that it, go. Maybe yes, you be, can. Keep maybe so no, that just that's a, <laughs> just say it again. Don't worry. Um, no, I don't know. I right up. I I had just gotten momentum. I had like you mentioned dark comedy years earlier. Like I really didn't take it seriously in a real. I mean, I started in two thousand and nine did it sporadically and drunkenly for like a bunch of years. And then I'm supposed to be talking about gay sex. We can, no, but, no, no, keep going on this. Keep going. But on this. right. I didn't get good or serious until like 2018. Um, that's or what sober. you should say. Your start date is. I know. I wouldn't tell people you've been doing this for like 12 years when, when in reality, like you couldn't No, Well, and I know I never tell people I've been doing it for, tw- it's always this long. I started in 2009 and then I yeah, did sporadically yeah. and drunkenly. Blah, blah, blah. But so you um, and your partner have been together for about as long as you've been, seriously doing stand-up uh no so oh, okay. what did i say two and a half years i think that's right um and then i started i went back to like improv in early 2017 and then like started doing i think i don't know anymore yeah. i guess 2018 okay ish okay. yeah it's so hard to think about the years now i have been doing stand-up for like i met my partner when i got my club coming show which was okay. about two years ago okay that's cool. where i met years. your partner Yes, yeah. it was. Anyway, all of that what, is to say what, what is... What pronouns is your partner using? She. She. Great. Um, she, they, but mainly she. She's actually like a year in estrogen as well, but uh, still has a dick that I can gobble on down. Um, <laughs> she, um, That's so sweet. It is. It is. And um, we scheduled sex this past week. Okay. That was the, um, and we did it. We committed to it. Nice. We have like, we, we did like over the pandemic, a group therapy thing for couples that was like uh, us and like four other heterosexual couples all oh. on Zoom doing like a sex workshop with each other. And it was illuminating. Wow. Uh, but yeah, what the, did you learn? Oh my God. The straights are worse off than we are. There was straight people in there? Well, yeah, they're yeah. worse off than we are. Oh, so much worse off. The, four heterosexual couples 
One other, they like lesbian couple who, God bless, I hope they don't listen to this, was falling apart. And um, they probably do. They, w- they probably do. Actually, you can find out. Do you know? No, their names? no. Uh, they were lovely, and I was happy to learn from them. Not what lesbians. I from them. The, le- the lesbians at home. The lesbi- The listeners know that the lesbians are falling apart. I feel like the lesbians are falling apart in general. There are just so many lesbians that lock into a fucking unhealthy relationship. Well, yeah, because yeah. Well, after this. Pride, I feel like the whole every all the L's, the G's, the B's, the T's, the I's, the A's are falling apart. <laughs> um, so wait, what did you learn from the straights? I have so many questions for you now, by the way. I have two oh, other God. ones besides what you learned from the straights. I learned that, like, as hard as it is to figure out roles and power dynamics in like what we do, right? Where it's either someone of the same like sex or gender. Or just someone like in my case where I'm non-binary and she's, you know, trans femme where it's like there's no like blueprint. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's that's harder. But having the blueprint is actually I totally agree with way more damaging, way more difficult to like play around like the the amount of like there were a couple straight men in it who just like couldn't express a need, like couldn't express Mm. like a Mm. sexual need. Mm. And it felt so steeped and rooted in like because of those roles it's hard enough to express a need just like being a human being yes it's tough but then to add on like this idea of masculinity and like weakness it just makes it that much poor straight men um we really (laughs) really do have it the hardest they have it so hard it's such a testament to like the patriarchy yes. damages everybody. Yes. Yeah. I do really believe that. And that, that's yeah. a really good example. Of that. And it's, and it was like, and especially too, because sex is such chaos. Like sex really is. <laughs> sex is such a like, like multiverse within yourself of like roles and identities yeah. that you play and power dynamics are different with different people. And yeah. I just, to not even be able to ask to be in a low power situation or to have so much shame around that as yeah. like for straight men to want to be dominated or to just want to want to maybe top but not have to be masculine about it right, right. you know just, just sweetly just sweetly. look into your partner's yeah. eyes um i yeah, just can't imagine like have that your like face caressed while while you do missionary yeah i can kind of relate because like i love like when a femme kind of gets like domineering bossy. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. bossy like mm-hmm. kind of mean oh my god it turns me on so much feisty like, calls me an idiot or something oh, i'm like yeah. okay <laughs> cool <laughs> keep doing that and it it's hard for me i can admit that fine but when sometimes girls will be like oh so you are a little bit of a bottom and i'm like no i'm not <laughs> what are you talking about and you think that's ma- you holding on to your masculinity a little bit a little bit because i associate bottom and and mm. weakness weakness and femininity uh, i'm like i can be uh, if yeah, it, and you were saying recently that femininity in bed makes you uncomfortable yeah but it's not they're not the same thing and right. i gotta get that out of my head yeah, yeah totally yeah anyway but sorry. it's a, but it's such a testament to like we're all so fucked by this like, yeah oh yeah when it comes to just like this is where i say too that sex is chaos and especially in a long-term relationship where like first of all every study says or points to like about like relationship sex and and couples that after two years, the initial sexual connection is gone. Almost every couple, yes, that's yes. the time. And you have to do work to like find new stuff and find new ways to have fun and so forth and so on. Where was I going with that? Something about how we're all so broken. Uh, 
because, <laughs> because you have to in if for regardless of sexuality or gender or whatever for long-term relationships you have to find a place within yourself to be able to communicate like needs and that's fucking vulnerable yeah yeah so we scheduled sex and we it, it wasn't perfect by the way actually uh we it got uh, we should have had our check-in ahead of time to be mm. like what are you looking for we just like thought we'd be like spontaneous yeah. within the schedule within the schedule <laughs> and then 45 minutes it was like 30 minutes of fun and then 15 minutes of like oh that's the direction you're headed today 30, yeah. by the way so you should have planned it even more of fun is great <laughs> we felt like fucking troy aikman is that a sports reference kate the oldest <laughs> how how you were even able to make that sports reference when that is literally from 30 years I ago? Oh, no, is it? It's like so over my head. Who, who Troy even? Aikman was quarter. The fact Dallas that I Cowboys? know this. Yeah, the quarterback for the, the only sports that I know. <laughs> why do I know this? Here's, How here's do I why. not know Wait, this? Because no, I'm one of your is, dad's friends. This is, this is so loaded what I'm about to say. The okay. only sports knowledge that I have is from the early 90s before my father died. Because I watch sports with him. So I have this time capsule of sports information just loaded with grief. And so Troy Aikman is pre-dad death sports sports info that I know because I was watching the games with him. He is the quarterback. If you Great. name look, my sports my 1990s sports knowledge. Can we talk about Patrick Ewing for a little while? It just brings me a lot of comfort to talk about Patrick Ewing. This is why you can't be feminine in bed. This is the core of it. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> anyway, he was the uh, quarterback for the Cowboys during their big win streak in the 90s. Wow, I really outed myself as being in my 30s without even really meaning to. I'm 34. A, a quarterback uh, but... reference today would be like Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes? 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 I don't know. I'm from Boston, so I can only, Brady, I'm only Tom legally Brady. allowed to have one quarterback's name stored not, in my brain. Not, <laughs> and he doesn't even play there anymore. R.I.P. Uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> so, he caught COVID from kissing his son on the mouth. You, <laughs> or a tomato. He accidentally ate a tomato and got COVID. And it killed him. Killed him. <laughs> okay, so when you schedule, I have some questions about yeah. scheduling sex. When you schedule sex, because this works for a lot of people and it's not something we've talked about, I'm sure you've researched it a little bit. I mean, researched it in the sense of like I did the the couples group and, yeah. and and they gave us, there was a lot of homework with that. When's a good time to know that scheduling, how do you know that scheduling sex could be effective for your relationship and how do you do it? It was hard. It was hard to get my partner to agree. It like took a while for us to get on the same page. That was even something we were willing to do. And the only way we were able to get there was that one of the exercises in the group was we would schedule essentially intimacy time. And redefining sex was the like key of like this. We're not scheduling mm. penetrative erections. No, and, that uh, happens at eleven forty-five p.m. every night. That cannot be scheduled. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, so the redefining of like we're scheduling intimacy, and then also having like some rituals around it so uh there's like a playlist that we play we have two playlists when we like arrive to the scheduled time it's like which playlist do we want and one has like a lot of like uh harold and Maude, like simon and garfunkel <laughs> like soft we're gonna yeah. 
you know, rub each other's hairs and look at each other, look at each other, and, and yes, light a candle, and caress, yes, yeah. And then the other is much more like screamo. hip hop, R and B, yes, screamo, <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, yes. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of like being okay if the other. It's it's taken so much fucking talking to be honest. I mean, we are basically lesbians. I feel at a certain <laughs> point. My partner just texted me the other day, being like, "Ani DeFranco concert in the next two weeks with," and it's Ani DeFranco and um oh, who's the stereotypical Indigo oh. Girls? Yes, it is. It's they're they're <laughs> um. For you. you. $75 (laughs) tickets. And I was like, that's too expensive. And she was like, "Ah!" and I was like, no, not for the bands. That's for me. I can't afford that right now. Um, I thought you were slandering her favorite artist. um, But yeah, it was a lot of talking and a lot of like, what what is bringing up for you right now? And what are your fears around this? And um, it took a lot. Do you think that redefining what sex and into me is? What the fuck? Do you think that redefining... (laughs) Into you? Redefining what goes in What a Freudian slip. Do you think that redefining sex and into me... <laughs> wait till you hear the actual question I was about I to ask. I can't wait. Really very Freudian. Um, okay. Do you think that redefining sex and intimacy... Will change what kind of dildo no, no. Chelsea puts inside you? <laughs> no, it has to do with you both like redefining your own relationships to gender. 100%. This was my other question. This is leading into that. She started transitioning after you guys started dating. I don't think we've had that on the podcast yet, so I'm curious. I haven't had it in my life yet, to be honest. This is a, very much a first for me. She's the first person I've ever dated who was not a cis man. Yeah. And when we met, she was leaning more like he, they, kind of more how I present and identify. And it's been a slow transition of her realizing like, more and more where her actual identity lies and then about a year ago she started doing estrogen yeah and it was a it's been a huge transition and it continues to be a huge transition being in an open relationship is a big part of it i already um never go into relationships at this point hoping that the other person will be my end-all be-all that's made it very functional so the opposite of the dinner that i'm gonna have tonight yes (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. no fucking I, I will, help how she I will cancel me. you so hard. You just keep texting me and you can see on the if I stop replying for a three hour chunk. <laughs> three hours? Yo, yeah, it was okay. good. It was really good. That's impressive. But also don't finger bang in the bathroom. Just to. Uh, oh, God. Just, no, no. No, no. I'm 33 years old. Oh, I probably would. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember a certain 31-year-old, Ashley. That's <laughs> true. Less than, literally like two years ago, I, I finger-banged a girl in an alley. <laughs> I don't know why I am acting like... Dude, I, there are fewer alleys in New York City than I thought there would this, be. This alley... Okay, yes, there are so few alleys, but this alley was sort of more of a corridor within an apartment complex. <laughs> But I'm calling it an alley. Outdoor hallway, which is really what an alley is. <laughs> okay, Is fair. that like one of those halls that leads to where they keep the trash? <laughs> kind <laughs> That's of. That's where it was. But it, kind of. It was bet- Whatever. This is neither here. We're, you're literally sharing something so vulnerable and intimate. Oh, and I'm God. like, oh, she's yeah. like, I fisted in a trash chute. <laughs> <laughs> I found a couple of cukes, shoved them in there. <laughs> 
That's we, what being a freaking is, right? <laughs> <laughs> Free dildos. <laughs> um, should we make a Cards Against Humanity set of like we're having gay sex things? Let's make a board game. That would be really fun. And, and the it'll end be, is your gender. It'll <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I think, you know, okay. I'm just going to make a board game where literally it's just a straight line to man. And it's just a little Kate <laughs> with a hot dog in your hand. Sorry. You are a man. <laughs> we are really off the rails. We are off the rails. Wait, what was I going to tell you? <laughs> oh, like, I, don't, I don't have a lot of faith in electoral politics. <laughs> aren't you the one that texted us before this being like this needs to be a tight ship today <laughs> i did i did i'm supposed to do like a fucking four-hour drive anyway i don't you know electoral politics can never really lead us anywhere however i do think that the united states and maybe even the world should have a vote on what my gender is and that'll just be the deciding thing <laughs> at least an american idol situation <laughs> Kate just dresses up as all their different genders and different, sings yeah. a song. Yeah. yeah, actually, I didn't mean it that literally, but now I do. Yeah, that's a great I, idea. You guys remember Sanjaya? Sanjaya, yes, the I really love Sanjaya. Right, and everyone Gay. was just like playing a prank on American Idol yeah. while like getting him. That's what I would do. I would pick the most. <laughs> right, I would literally be like, whatever your Sanjaya gender is, I would have everyone <laughs> voting for your Sanjaya gender. I would not let anyone vote for anything else. I'd break we, the system. We could just, we, we could do it. <laughs> Anything other than Sanjaya If Kate does not get Sanjaya It was rigged <laughs> Fake news if- <laughs> Or maybe we Joe could do Biden, like- Joe Biden doesn't know anything about Sanjaya <laughs> I know more about Sanjaya than the generals I, I'm, the one who, is- I'm the one who told him To wear his hair like that Okay <laughs> I said, uh, I lo- saw a ponytail on a little girl who I was interested in sexually. And I said, Sanjaya, you got to do the ponytails. And I'm not talking and one. And I'm me. not talking two. He loves me. No he one lo- loves me more than Sanjaya. <laughs> Sanjaya and I. What is this? I don't know. Anyway, alternate pitch. James is like, how is this podcast <laughs> I'm no, legally allowed to happen? I love that it is. Here's my alternate we're, pitch. I don't know if you know this, but we're actually pretty popular. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Let's rename the podcast to Donald Trump's. <laughs> to dope Donald Trump's. <laughs> Wait, I would actually love if they did that. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, alternate pitch oh for the God. game that decides my gender is I start taking testosterone and as soon as Adam Levine turns around in the voice chair, that's where I stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I feel so bad. James is talking about some real fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, let's get oh, that. I couldn't exactly. care less about my dumb life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we have listeners. Like, I was just in our Discord the other day. Someone was saying that um, they were transitioning and their partner just isn't sexually attracted to them. I think they were transitioning towards mask and I, I don't want to speak on behalf of this person and say what's happening and I'm pretty sure this person's partner is a lesbian mm-hmm. and just not really able to make it work even though they've tried mm. and so this is something that is happening and I, I want people to know like I will say for me I did this is where I, I said earlier about gay men this is where I as like someone who really identified as like a cis gay man for you know the first 31 years of my life and I'm still like non-binary gobbling down dick so it's not like a yeah. gigantic <laughs> difference but 
it did i did have to wrestle with like i already have a bunch of shame issues for being attracted to men mm -hmm. so then being in a relationship with a trans woman and, and the pandemic did this as well i right. i just had so much stuff trauma wise that was triggered by having to stay inside with my thoughts yeah. and uh one of the thing was just like constant was feeling shame for feeling like I need a man and not like I need mm. a man to replace you um, but just that we're in an open relationship I am still attracted to other things mm. and I, I had to kind of remind myself like I am not a transphobe for being attracted to men and I'm still attracted to my partner too I mean there's still like a sexual connection but there was a lot of shame that it was bringing up for me and the we just were not having sex for a, a while and what it was the not talking about it that was like really just like mm. it, it was avoidance and so i mean you were asking earlier like how did you get to scheduling it was really just like we had to just finally start talking about it and she had to kind of like voice her insecurities that like i was i was gonna leave her because she was transitioning yeah. and i had to voice like what i just said of like no i'm attracted to you i'm just all and also too my partner is attracted to cis women as well i will say for our situation it was a little bit easier for me to just relate to her of like the same way that i i am not everything that you're attracted to is the same way that you're not everything that i'm attracted to yeah. and that has nothing to do with you being trans right. i mean it does because it's but it's it's not transphobia <laughs> right um which was something i had to kind of work through given that as a society we're like redefining what gender is and how we relate to it it's really hard because bodies are still bodies and you can't really control the bodies that you're physically attracted to and gender obviously is only the tiniest bit real i don't know why i phrased it that way i just wanted to make people mad you know not really real so it's like it's just like so it is real it's real though. like I how mean, money and time is real right exactly yeah right well and in the in in money and time are real i mean in the way right. that i mean money's more real than time i think in the oh sense interesting that, like, i was gonna say time oh, is more I real think, than money i think time is real we just don't understand it I agree with that. <laughs> Ashley's eyes got so <laughs> wide. She was like, time is real. We just don't understand it. And that's why I'm sitting on the couch watching football with my dad. <laughs> and right that's now. why right it was now. okay that she was 14. <laughs> <laughs> Ped pedophiles everywhere just being like, time is constant. Time is constant. Time is but like rent affects you. I mean, money pays rent, right? Money is right. housing. Money is food. Yeah. Gender is. Femmes I mean, are hot. Femmes are. Yes. yes. <laughs> Femmes are hot and masculinity is toxic. <laughs> it's as simple as that. And it can also be uh, reverse, right? I mean. Yeah. Yes, yes. That, oh, know, I, I was right? totally being joking. Oh, no, oh, I, no, I didn't being, mean that. I was oh, being okay. objective. <laughs> <laughs> I, this resonates with me because I was in a sexless relationship for a really long time and I just kept trying to talk about it and my partner wouldn't. And I'm not trying to put the blame on her. Obviously, I could have probably approached those conversations in a much better way. But I was getting to the point where I was like dying. And I think she was dying. Right. And, and like. You start to feel like held captive, especially yes. if you're in monogamous yeah. situation. And we were monogamous during pandemic. Yes. So you were open before the pandemic, then like closed. Close, yeah. Which is not and it's the relationship great. model I want. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I think that you were open before this. What good luck? Because like opening up during the transition. I imagine would have been a night could have been paid well, yes because then she might have thought oh he's doing this it, yeah, because exactly I'm, I'm can i ask you a personal question no <laughs> <laughs> let me just Shit, say yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> 
How many ponytails is too many ponytails? <laughs> Three. No one has more ponytails than Sanjaya. <laughs> the biggest ponytails you've ever seen. Huge, huge ponytails. What's the question? Do you consider yourself as like having transitioned? No, I don't. To me, the non-binary thing is something that was always there. And to the point that like, I don't even necessarily, I'm not even married to the word non-binary, like gender queer, gender fluid. Like yeah. to me, it was, it was a concept that when I learned about what it actually was, I was like, Oh, that's always been like from mm-hmm, yeah. that explains. Oh, there were so many things that I look back to like the past 31 years because that's when I came to start wrestling with it. And thing, uh, things that I had attributed to like, oh, well, that's because I'm gay. That's because I'm gay, yeah. you know, yeah. like getting into <laughs> Sorry, my. I'm laughing. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about the Sanjaya riff. <laughs> oh my God, Ashley, <laughs> you were talking before about therapy and I was like, the YouTube, the YouTube people are going to think I'm laughing at him. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the Sanjaya <laughs> Okay, well, James is over here, like, touching my heart. I'm I'm in my head doing Sanjaya rips. (laughs) Get him out. Get him out quick. We don't know where the ponytails came from. We don't know. They could be from China. They could be from China. We need to build a wall around the ponytails. Continue. I'm sorry. And when the hairstylist doing her ponytails, she's not doing her best. <laughs> it's okay, Fulty. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Scared the cat. That they should have done. Out the mic. Honestly, they should have done. <laughs> taken that and made it the special in Hex. Like yes. Oh, that would have been so much more. I mean, I was watching. I was engaged. <laughs> they show the whole thing, and she's just like, "Fuck! I'm fucking bombing up here." <laughs> It says a joke. The whole theater does not laugh. She's like, mother My fucking fourth bomb of the fucking night. Are you turning down my mic? No, I'm the cat. Oh, the cat is scared. He's out. Yeah. It's okay, I apologize. Baby. Your He's other cat doesn't over. give a fuck. He's looking over at Fletcher being like, aren't you concerned about this? <laughs> I know you're joking, but that would have made Hex better. <laughs> canceled for emotionally abusing a cat today <laughs> no you're gonna get canceled for saying mean things about hacks <laughs> anyway you were, you were saying, saying about your oh god yourself was like revealed to you uh, rather than coming to it over time well like things like getting into my parents lipstick or my mom's lipstick what if it was my parents shared lipstick <laughs> when I, I was just really take after my dad <laughs> that they are non-binary um, knowing what I know about your dad <laughs> makes it even funnier <laughs> He used to wear lipstick, but then we'd watch Patrick Ewing and Troy Aikman together, not on this at the same time. I ask because sometimes I think like, oh, am I going to transition? Am I going to transition? And then I look back at the past, like, I don't know, five years. And I'm like, well, what has this been? You, yeah, what has you like switching have. out my wardrobe completely, like cutting my hair, like finally starting saying like any pronouns instead of like rolling my eyes and saying she, her. <laughs> now that's interesting. I, I mean, I do think there was a process of me taking on 
accepting trans as a piece of my identity in a way that it's that, that it had always been there and that was a part of the grand mosaic that is my psyche you know and i like that it was just there but i don't feel like my partner is literally going through like a physical transformation yeah yeah and i think that's why i think of like oh i didn't transition but i did i guess in life change to changes happened right that's part of why i ask is because i think in my mind i still have this kind of like i'm locked into being like oh if i go on t that'll be a transition but i could never go on t and i still will have undergone something totally I think there's also, and I'm like the least trans person, I think, but I think um, there seems in the to... room, maybe. <laughs> no, I, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I, I just mean because pretty... you you feel so comfortable in your masculinity. Yeah, That's yeah, like but somewhere I also feel super comfortable in my body. Oh, yeah, okay. And I feel like there are people, from what I'm observing, there are people who have body dysphoria, and then there are people who have more of like the gender dysphoria, and sometimes those things go together, and sometimes they don't. And I think to say one is more trans than the other is not really yeah. fair. So, something blew my mind. Someone was like, not all trans people even have dysphoria at all. And I was like, yeah, I wouldn't describe, I wouldn't (laughs) describe like my experience as like gender dysphoria in the way that my partner really experiences like being misgendered sends her brain to a place of chaos. Like it's very, it's really like there's just a a physical sense of like headaches and stress and anxiety that comes along with like trying to force her body and herself into this you know gender role yeah i don't have like physical sensations like that um yeah where but i do experience mine is much more cultural i think mine like i i think of it as like there's cultural identity is kind of how i think of it when i truly saw myself and thought of myself as like a man i was constantly failing at Mm. all the things Ah. that that culturally i was supposed to be doing whereas when i in my own head created a space that was like oh well there's just it doesn't have to be this either or thing there's all this and i'm already kind of doing a lot of it so why don't I just accept that about myself and like enjoy it yeah and it was more about like internal anxiety around culture but I don't know if that's dysphoria <sighs> words I don't right know. yeah Who I don't, knows I don't know point? all I know is the non-binary element of it like reduced that anxiety yeah who knows maybe I'll take estrogen one day like it's a possibility I don't I don't see that as like a I feel like I came out of the closet and I thought in my when I was fifteen, like, oh, this is it. This is this is yeah. the ground floor of this, <laughs> and then Hi, it just never was, and it still isn't. Yeah. And so I don't fucking know who yeah. are any of us really. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a fucking woman. Who are woman. you, fucking people? You're a woman who cannot stop doing Donald Trump. <laughs> That's, That's my gender. gender. That's your gender. That's right. <laughs> Honestly, that is my gender. <laughs> I should do one when I see Jen because she always used to joke. She'd be like. He lost. It's the it's time. <laughs> it's time. Cut At it. least try a Biden impression. Ah, <laughs> oh, boring. Um, thank you. That was wonderful. Oh yeah, I'm so I didn't make it too serious. It just, it all feels like chaos to me at the end of the day. Kate, did you have gay sex this week? My gay sex for this week is um what I'm gonna call a a gender bender, which is just a story about gender. Cool. <laughs> which is last week I wore a dress. What? Oh. How did you feel? I'm going to do something I'm going to get canceled for. <laughs> <laughs> There's hisses at the end of the boo. Yeah, and you I've never it. held it long enough. Oops. But what what brought you to wear a dress? The heat. Was it like a sundress? It was actually just this a is, tarp that she <laughs> found. This might, this might get me canceled, but I, I call it my Puerto Rican house dress. No, that's 
you are Puerto Rican. You're I'm, allowed to say that. Yeah, but you know, I don't know what a Puerto Rican house dress is. I, I but I also speci- love that was specifically <laughs> for practical reasons. <laughs> the only reason a man would put on, throw on his kilt. It's a hot day. Yeah. He's of Scottish heritage. He's got the he's got the kilt in the closet. He's got to have a breeze on those balls. Yeah, that's exactly what you. That's what it sounds like you. That's were doing. pretty much what I was doing. How long? Like where did it? It's end? like a little below knee. <laughs> it's like below this the is knee. The, this is the it's gender like spectrum a, right here. I'm like this you is gotta it. let your balls out. <laughs> he's like, did it hit your knee? Did they, it is, yeah. <laughs> what shoes were you wearing? But if it was above the knee, I was like, it was a tunic. No, it was below. Oh, no, the it knee. was a dress. Yeah, it's a full blown dress, and it has um, it so it's like just like a jersey, like light dress. It's blue. It has a Sir swoop, Patrick. It has a jersey swoop dress. neck, and it's tight under my boobs, so it makes my boobs look huge. I have like giant cleavage. Do you in have it. a photo of it? You, it has where did you get it why is it in the house I have still? it from my like former life and I keep it because there are some things that I can't seem to like let go of huh. like I have some other dresses that I can't like seem to part with and then I have this like tub of clothes that's like clothes that I used to really love that now don't fit <laughs> <laughs> and also like don't fit you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah i'm someone who ke- keeps clothes forever i'm not a shopper gee i wonder why well this stuff but also like i hate spending money and like yeah I, I don't know it was just like in my family you got clothes for like christmas or like a birthday or yep. like if you went over to your grandmother's house maybe she had like an old s- sweater for you and my grandmother would give me sweaters with the tag still on them from the fucking like 60s yeah <laughs> like, like it was just so it's this just is something like trauma. generational like fucking depression shit like you keep your clothes like yeah. I have I have some underwear that are so old that I feel like a pedophile when I put them on. <laughs> well, time is a construct. And <laughs> how old is this underwear really? It's, this is like underwear from like middle school. It's like little seahorses oh, and shit. Oh, okay. And how much Kate, would that be to buy? I can't even make comedy. I just want to help you. <laughs> I've bought new underwear. I've bought new underwear. Uh-huh. Kate, I'm gonna help you. Don't help me. No, no, no. No, don't. Help I didn't. Me. Re- I didn't realize. I didn't know how. <laughs> no, bad no. Were. I have new underwear. I have new underwear. Okay, but where's the old underwear? Do you still have? It's the like old shoved underwear? in the back of the. You door. still have the you old underwear. Away the, this is you still, intervention. That you Listener, still have the old underwear for Tell Kate to throw away. <laughs> no, this is such a violation. No, don't tell them. Don't actually do that. Don't but actually. Okay. Be respectful to Kate in their process. I love your. I love your nice DMs. Don't yell at me about my stupid underwear. You gotta throw away the okay, underwear. Okay, okay. Like, dude, I okay. love you. I know. You gotta throw I know. away the underwear. Okay, anyway. That's not why are you, was, this, was this your gay sex? Or did we interrupt <laughs> This is my gay... This, is, this whole thing is my gay sex. Why we can unpack it together. Them? I think it's really this dual thing of like, oh, you get clothes and you keep clothes. But at some point, generational they're no thing. longer Then clothes. I think there's like a... You don't want to... I, I am right now more financially stable than I've ever been. And I'm like actually like buying clothes for yeah. what I would consider like stores. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, like Chelsea is like, we are fine. Buy clothes that fit you and that fit you. Yeah. And, and that has been like such a relief. It has been such a relief. I'm like so grateful to be in that like financial situation have a partner who's like just buy six pairs of shorts at once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that you can wear shorts all summer. Anyway, so then I think part of it is gender stuff is I start to go through my old clothes and I feel like I'm throwing away like a version of myself. Oh, man. Every time I try to do it, I cry. And so there's some stuff that I just like still have and the dress somehow is like sisterhood (laughs) of the traveling. (laughs) Instead of sisterhood of the traveling pants, it's like brotherhood of the traveling dress. (laughs) Like every version of myself that I've ever been fits into it somehow. 
And I think of it as like, and what I meant by Puerto Rican house dress was like little ladies like just wear like a house dress. Yeah. And like slippers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's like what I think of it as. Well, I love the dress, actually. I love, I, I don't mind that you're holding on to the dress because quite frankly, men should feel comfortable wearing these sorts of things. They're practical. They breathe. This is not so much in my head, at least knowing you, what I know about you doesn't feel like you not giving in to your gender or whatever. Mm. This is more like sometimes practicality is like nice. Hot take. I don't think men should wear dresses. <laughs> you know what? That's I think fine that, too. I think that they shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> Um, that is my actual opinion. Did you just want me to blow the whistle this episode? No, no. I'm I know just, it's not your actual opinion. I'm just teasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, the underwear feels. I know. Uh, that actually feels more. I come from like working class. I still live paycheck to paycheck. I get the fear around that. The thing is, it I, also I feels feel like, like a self-punishment thing. Maybe. I mean, I was always like, I was never wanting for underwear. And like we did like at Christmas, we got clothes and like feels at like birthdays, we got clothes. feels like an way to bring it, yourself down it feels like un, unnecessary because i there was never a point in my life where i like didn't have we need clothes. you know how like there's that one makeup line that's like because you're worth it like i don't even fucking know what it is but like we need one of those for like neuroses like deep deep <laughs> deep neuroses like throw away your middle school underwear because you're worth it yes. like <laughs> just baseline not like splurging just like baseline humanity yeah. you're worth it you're worth throwing away that underwear yeah bro i will buy you all the underwear in the world i don't need no that's what i'm saying i don't need underwear i'm just saying if you needed it thank but you do you but wear I don't it ever it. like ha- no, has so, there been a laundry day or a like a time where you were busy and it's like well i guess i got you are really asking the hard one know. i think i'm i think i'm really past that i would say there was a time when i was like I would throw them on in a pinch. And now my ass is fucking so big. <laughs> so oh, I thought you were going to say so clean that you didn't want it. <laughs> my, my ass is My mint. ass is so fucking bleached up the wazoo. No, it's not. <laughs> so I don't, I won't wear those. And of course, Chelsea fucking hates this. This is actually one of the most vulnerable things I've ever heard on a podcast. And uh, like, I like, I, Chelsea hates it for the right reason. Well, she's like, she's saying the same any- thing you're saying, which she's like, Buy yourself underwear. But it's Beyond not about buying that. yourself underwear, you need to go. Well, and you into, don't deserve to wear this. Into the chasms of your brain and go, what is it about my mommy and daddy that make me keep this underwear? That's <laughs> and, what that's and, the so, hard work. So here's what I do. say about like underwear that has like holes in it and it's ripped and shit is that I say it's period underwear. This is about mortality. This is about facing <laughs> your mortality. I think it is. I think you're holding yourself back. I think you're making yourself small, which I think you do. And the the underwear is the most blatant example I've seen of it, of it. I've almost gotten rid of all of the middle school pairs. I still have my like lingerie from my like high school and college years. Dude, I'm coming over and setting your no. house on fire. We're going to take the all form uh, couch out of there. All form. It's not old underwear. <laughs> We're going to drag the all form. It's a sponsor. We're sure, going to drag great. the all form. I love all form. <laughs> Maybe you should accept me in all my forms. No, I don't accept this form because you are a wonderful, so talented, don't amazing okay, wait, human to, being. To normalize it for just a second, my partner, nope. I do so many things like this. And but and my partner is usually in the situation that I'm doing to you right now because yes. they want to offload their own shame onto me, which is what I'm doing. <laughs> but so, but when I first started dating my partner, my I had my bed was like a futon that it wasn't even mine. It was in the apartment when I moved in, and she would constantly be like, "What the fuck is this? Like you're in your 30s. Yeah. Like 
get rid of this. I, I'll speak to this too. I kept like, look how fucking beautiful I am. Look at me. I mean, it isn't attractive. I'm You're very Yes. I used to, I could cry talking about this. I used to keep myself so small, not allowing myself to like go after comedy, like keeping myself physically, like the way I don't want to shit on beauty standards or whatever, but like you should feel good about who you are out in the world. And if you're making like clothing choices and things like that, or like hygiene choices, you know what I mean? Like sometimes we don't take care of ours. Oh, hold my hand. I just, I think that, um, <laughs> that I know what I have to do to make myself big and I'm too afraid. Alex, cut. Alex, cut. <laughs> cut. Cut. Should I cut. do my Trump impression now? <laughs> Sanjaya Sanjaya is fucking crying like a fucking cuck <laughs> Do you want to be touched or hugged? What do you need right now? Yeah, I'll take a hug okay. Bro, I love you, bro <laughs> Bro, you are a fucking star, bro <laughs> I also want to hug I didn't realize that I made Kate the star of this podcast when I (laughs) God you invite someone to be on the podcast permanently I guess this is their journey now no but remember I I bombed twice today (laughs) (laughs) and rule of comedy no I I'm gonna bomb once more what you're saying is a huge part of gay and and queer and trans identity and just people people generally but when you are also this is not how this usually goes. I love how this is going. <laughs> but what I think what you're first of all, thank you. Thank you for being so vulnerable and being so honest about your underwear. Thank you slash, for telling, <laughs> telling me to throw it away. I am the last friend. I am not the friend that's going to coddle you with this shit. I am the friend that's going to be setting the underwear on fire in your backyard and we're dancing around. In the house I was going to say that's some witch shit. Um, there was just a point. I think it was like three years ago for me where I had gotten rid of most of the stuff that kept me small and then I had to get rid of the really, really big shit like inside of me. And I think you might be approaching that point. I would love to, to live your point. full life. And I think that's something that queer people can really strongly relate to is like we have a right to live our 100% full life. I'm thinking, of course, I'm just thinking about myself now. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. I feel so <laughs> simpatico with how what you're expressing about like, I feel like I can see the path before me and I can see great things on that path. And boy, if I could just fucking do it. Yeah. And I have done it. And- <laughs> <laughs> in every room, but one in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know this is going to sound stupid and maybe so arrogant because who am I? But like the listeners write in all the time thanking us for our confidence as queer people and just to be able to say like this is my full actualized self and I love myself and I think I'm great and I'm living my full potential it's so hard it's so hard to get to that point or just live even I I feel like I'm so far from that point and I don't even have a realistic gauge of whether or not that's true mm-hmm. like I, I I feel like to me I struggle with the idea of living your full self sometimes because it's like 
Well, but what is this end point? Like, what what is this like full version of me? Yeah. And though there's definitely lesbian slut. So yeah, that is it. Actually, <laughs> that's it. Um, three raccoons in a trench coat, just <laughs> finger banging lesbians left and right in the trash chute. <laughs> <laughs> But like, what is your, there's also something just being like, I am my half self and that's the best I have today. Right. You know, it both are. uh, Yes. Don't criticize yourself. Exactly. There's no point in beating yourself up because beating yourself up is a part of keeping yourself. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But just to know that you're on a journey and when you recognize that, like, if you recognize in yourself that something has to go, the metaphorical middle school underwear of your life. (laughs) For me, it was codependent toxic relationships, which I consider myself to be sober from just by the way. Oh, that's yeah. Uh, For me, it was that cut it out call your friends tell them what you're trying to do your closest buddies the ones that tell you what gender you are (laughs) and will not take anything else for an answer yeah i think though part of that too especially when you think about relationships as a form of sobriety like with alcohol for me i had to admit at many times over why I was using alcohol, why yeah. I was holding on to the thing, because it is filling something. Like, you have to, I think, also be honest about, like, yeah. why are you holding on to the underwear or, what, or whatever it is? Thanks, guys. You should probably drag it out, though, because I think you could get, like, four <laughs> or five good episodes out of this. I wouldn't solve it immediately. <laughs> that's a proper A-line. <laughs> that's, an, that's an A-line. Um, so I don't know how you transition from deep emotional catharsis into butt plugs you just do you just you just have to no lube just shove it in just shove it in (laughs) ian taught us that you were so wonderful and so open and vulnerable not as open and vulnerable as kate yes i I think quite open and quite vulnerable Uh, they just weren't a bitch about it i didn't cry (laughs) remember guys femininity is weakness weakness is feminine (laughs) (laughs) do you want to do your butt plugs what plugs do i have when does this come out i don't know Okay, great. Uh, when do you want it to come out? Five years ago. It would have been a real nice boost to my <laughs> self-esteem. Um, I have the Snowflake mic at Club Coming that is coming back in September. It is going to be the first Sunday of every month. It is a quote-unquote safe space mic or whatever, but um, it's honestly just a good hang. It's like a lot of fucking queer people in the same room. Uh, you have to. What time is it? Oh, that's a good question. Is it before 8 p.m.? Uh, it's doors at 7, uh, 8 p.m. show. So don't go to this mic because it's during <laughs> my show. But if you are a comedian, go but to the wish mic. it well. <laughs> and I'm James Tyson on TikTok and Instagram and stuff. Tyson with an I. James is a fantastic comedian. I'm not sure what he is, but he's a fan. They, he, they... I don't know. Gay people love me. I've done more for gay people than anybody. Well, that means a little less. <laughs> no, you're a fantastic no, comedian. A lot I've always loved watching you. Um, love your stuff. Yeah. Super smart, sharp. Yep. Thanks. I think we'll close on this. Listener, what is your middle school underwear? Burn it. <laughs> Burn it to the ground. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Patreon.com slash WHGS.